It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's a place here at the table. Your coats go by the door. You can kick your shoes off in that pile on the floor. I hope you wore elastic because your waistband's going to get tight. Take time's done with morning and having a night world. I know. I haven't We're recorded not having this early. A, a drink for one of the first times in in ages. I do think it's just more fun when we get to have a bottle of wine together. Yeah, it's more in the spirit of the show, I think. Well, next well, week. This time we're having tea. We're having a tea. Having a tea time. I must say, tea with milk. It's really so good. What a treat. I know. Big treat. But isn't it sad that we consider that to be a treat? Like, this harkens me back to, like, third year of drama school where it was, like, my big treat is going to be, like, this mashed-up ball of coconut oil and cacao (laughs) nibs. My treat is going to be a medjool date stuffed with raw almond butter butter that has been unprocessed. It has been... It has been milled by the feet of children. Oh, my God. We were sick. Yeah. Truly sick in the head. But I do love... I love a cappuccino these days. I love... yeah. I don't want your oat milk or soy milk. Oh, soy milk. Who am I? I never wanted soy milk. Um, almond milk. Almond milk, nut milk. Just give me whole a milk. Yeah, a whole milk all the time. But I never put it in tea. So when I have it, I'm like, oh, yes, this is delicious. Yeah, we got to get over to the UK. Mm-hmm. Famous for tea with milk. <laughs> <laughs> you will have heard. I watched yesterday last night. Is that a Beatles thing? Yeah, well, yes-ish. Okay, it's a movie about a guy who like gets in an accident, and the and okay, how do I synopsize what happens? Okay, he gets in an accident at a moment where the entire world has a blackout, and in that millisecond blackout, <laughs> the Beatles have ceased to exist. Oh yes, and so I remember he's this. a musician, and so he then goes on to like sing all of the Beatles songs and be be like the quote unquote greatest songwriter in the entire world. Comedy. Comedy, and I'm talking about this because Kate McKinnon is, oof, Kate McKinnon is in it. Yes, and she's so goddamn funny, which like I know is not breaking news, but the specificity she plays as manager, yeah, like a very LA, yeah, you know, type A manager. She's just so, just really excellent. Highly recommend watching it just for her performance. I will do. Will do. Love her so much. Ugh. Let's let's get back on stuff that we're good at. Yeah, sure. Like to talk about, <laughs> like we both had nights last night. Yeah. Tell me about your night. Okay, it was my friend Jenna's fortieth birthday party. It was his fiftieth birthday. It was her fortieth birthday, and she rented out the Golden Unicorn, which is a dim sum place on East Broadway, second floor. Okay, can I just say, love that so much. I oh, love yeah, it was like great. Uh, a party. 
that's in a Chinese restaurant. Nothing needs to be changed or decorated. It's just, was there food? Well, the thing that sometimes needs to be changed is the lighting. I was nervous Ooh. as I approached that my makeup would look garish in you know a fluorescent light. But luckily, the lights were dimmed. Very good. Thank I've been there. God. They know what they're doing. They do yeah. this kind of thing a lot. Yeah. And then, like at the end of the night, they they you know turned on music, and there was like a dance floor, yeah. and the lighting all went blue. Yes. So yes, exactly. They knew what they were doing. So it was eight tables, I want to say, eight tables of like ten people at each table, or maybe seven tables of ten people at each table. She had done uh, table seating, but not like class small. You know, meaning like you're at table four, but it won't tell you like exactly which chair. I get it. <laughs> Okay, sorry <laughs> for trying to be clear. Um, We've talked about plasma so many times on this show, I think. Well, I'm just saying no, she it's was good. dancing. Yes. Or, originally, she wasn't going to, and I was like, Jenna, you have to because not all of your friends know each other. Yeah. And so I think I just the thought of being a lone person and showing up and like being nervous and not knowing people, it's like, you know, you got to tell people where to sit. Yeah. So dumplings at a bar to start, like yeah. as in, you know, like... Um, Buffet style. Delicious. Well, served how? With like a toothpick? No. Served. There was a person standing with, uh. you, with tongs putting them on your thing, which also I think is wise because watching a person attack a dumpling with a pair of tongs and tear the skin, who is not well practiced, uh, you know, uh-huh. uh, like just a lay person not versed in the art of really dumplings. Really ruin the moment for you. I mean... Truly, it's like, and then they tear the skin and then they put it down because they decided they don't they want, want it. It's like, one. no, 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 no. Nope, unacceptable. You take the one you touch. Oh, you oh. take the one you that touch. That is buffet etiquette. Oh, right. We Which I don't, the, we've the never rules. talked about that. Buffet, like, okay, so you think buffet etiquette is take the one you touch. I also think you can't loiter too long over a serving being like, oh, which one do I want? Which one do I want? Yeah. Like, you kind of just got to make your decision and go for it. You can't. And you cannot, like, move back. You can't, like, you got to keep the flow. You can't stop. You can't, like, actually, I do want more of that broccoli that was over, like, in line before. You know, yeah. you can't. literally you can't, reaching all the way past two what? other people. It's like when they change the flow of the Chicago River. Like, you can't, like, suddenly do that. <laughs> Reverse yes. engineer Agreed. the flow of a buffet line. But, yeah, um... How do you feel about, this is something, when I'm at a buffet sometimes and there aren't enough, it's a self-serve buffet and there aren't enough utensils, I will take like whatever spoon is used, let's say it's a breakfast buffet, to like spoon these melons to also like spoon. If you say like bacon or something, not like savory, bacon, I'm going to die. But like another fruit, but that's clearly yes. in a different. Yes. I, I mean, you know where I do this all the time. Where? It's own version of a buffet. A candy store? Where they have the mini shovels. Wait, do you know that that big candy store on the Lower East Side just expanded? Really? Yeah, what's it Economy called? Economy Candy? Yeah, yeah, let's go. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's go take pictures. I've also really been craving gummy candies a lot lately. I love gummy candies. I know you do. I have those Swedish, not Swedish fish, actually Swedish Swedish fish. Yes. The elderflower flavored ones, they're so good. Yes, I just read about that company. Oh, they're delicious. Yeah. I have some in there if you want. Um, Sorry, go on. But so I will often do that in like, a, okay, I see there's a shovel in the gummy worms, but there's no shovel in the sour peaches. Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. But I feel it is really frowned upon, especially in a thing where there might be nuts. Oh, wow. Wow. I could, I could kill someone. Yeah. But I think fruit to fruit also, is acceptable. If you have a nut allergy, you're probably not going in a buffet. <laughs> If you have a nut allergy, you're probably not leaving the house. 
<laughs> that's a joke. We love people with not allergies. We love all it people. It sounds like it's really it's, hard. It's, I mean, it must be a total bitch. If my kid has a fucking nut allergy. Well, what do you do with something like M&M's where it says produced in a facility that also has peanuts? I don't know. There, I'm sure there's like some kind of nut exposure camp. Oh, there's my ride. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go. That's <laughs> yeah, my Uber's here. Um, what is other buffet etiquette? I don't know. See, as you're saying, though, like, don't reverse the flow, I'm realizing that, like, I'm the asshole who's often, like, I think, I think it's that in the moment I find myself charming enough to be like, ah, I'm Same. just going to move back two places in line. You well, don't mind, my, right? Yeah. My arm, I'm just going to reach exactly. back there. I just had a vision of what this meal could be, and I need that spinach that's, you know, two slots down. Okay, if you are staying at a hotel and there is an incredibly expensive breakfast buffet, do you do the buffet or do you say, fuck that, that's a huge waste of money? Oh, fuck that. Too. I'm not a breakfast person. Yeah. Ever. Never have been. In Germany, I'm a breakfast person, but that's only because the breakfasts are so exquisite. Yeah, I bet. It's a whole other thing. On our honeymoon, there were some incredible breakfast breads, and there was breakfast included. You know when you go to, I mean, literally anywhere outside the U.S., and you're like, oh, breakfast is included, and it's not like a shitty dispenser full of frosted flakes and like a yeah. rubbery scrambled eggs? Exactly. It's, it's like, like, wow. If you're charging me $65 for a breakfast buffet, I'd like to see what I'm getting before I commit. Yes. Exactly. If it's rubbery scrambled eggs, I think, yeah, one of those like churny things like... How long has this been in the- here? <laughs> this is ancient. It's powder. Like the glass is kind of powdery. Yes. You can't exactly. really see what cereal's yeah. in there. <laughs> um, but yes, I get overwhelmed often. I'm like, all of this looks so good, but I'm, but I don't want it because I don't like breakfast. Well, I think those are the people who really go in for the breakfast buffet are the people who are like, no, I know I'm gonna get my money's worth because I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have courses, I'm gonna have fruit, then I'm gonna have bacon and eggs, then I'm gonna have cereal, yeah. then I'm gonna like top it off with a frittata or whatever. It's like I think it's people who really. But then what do they do? Go, go back to sleep. Bed. Yeah. I can't. I mean. Or it's like they're preparing for like a day out. No time to stop for lunch. There's always time to stop Carbo for lunch. Well, of course. Those are not my people. I know. But they're same. Just, they are people. Mm. Wait, so tell me about your night. Oh, sorry. Let me just finish, finish on the it. food. So first it was that. Delicious. Open bar. I drank a bunch of Qingdao's. Delicious. Then we all sat at our prescribed tables. They did, okay, they did Peking duck, but instead of having it in, like, the thin pancakes, they had it in the squishy buns. Help me. I love that so much. <laughs> I think I I love a duck. <laughs> With a tiny pancake, I can't even see myself. What a weird. And there's a scallion, and there's a scallion, and a pickle, and, a and a, <laughs> some kind of sauce, and you know. Just like Lebowski. Um, it was, they were so good. And I walked by some other tables and they were not all gone. I will throw a fit. I've been known. I, I just don't understand. I, I am never at a table where that happens because if there are ones left over. I put them in my purse. <laughs> exactly. So, okay, they had that. Those were really, really good. And I would have thought, like, oh, mm. the squishy bun, it's going to be too much. It's going to be too, but it did not overwhelm. And they were very good about serving a lot of the skin. Oh, my God. It was so goddamn good. Fried rice, lo mein. Oh, my God. I think it was a cat, like a, okay, deep fried shrimp with some kind of a sauce that was just, like, the perfect, it was, like, 
gloopy and white, which makes it sound disgusting, but it was so good. I'm like, what? Hmm. Was it like it's mayo? like American Chinese, though. Yeah, it was like kind of a mayo-y sauce. Ooh. It was really good. Um, eggplant, like a stewed eggplant. Um, and then she had a gigantic sheet cake that had tar printed on it. Oh, my God. A photo God. of tar printed on oh it. Oh, my God. <laughs> the flavor was dolce de leche. Up for debate whether dolce de leche came through, but the visual was totally so. stunning. And cannolis. I'm not, I, I never get down with a cannoli. Every single time they're there, I try them. I gotta admit, I'm the same. I really, it's a betrayal, I think, with my, some of my people, but I don't get it. I don't get it. I once threw a party. Remember I had that, like, Godfather, like, Goodfellas-themed party, joint birthday with Chris? Yes. And we had, like, a make-your-own-cannoli station, which I just thought would be cute, but they don't taste good. No, they just don't taste good. And to me, the... An eclair is what the cannoli is trying to be. I know that is total sacrilege. I'm not actually saying that. I just mean it's like an eclair is in the sense of it's an external carbohydrate filled with something. But the eclair is puffy. It's uh, squishy. And it's about the the pastry. This is yes. just like a whatever want, wonton, basically. Exactly. And it's too thick. If it was really thin, maybe thick. I would like it always so thick it's for people who love like i've never been the kid who like dips my finger in the frosting oh. if there's a cake oh i am yeah just sweet oh yeah i love that it's frost it's a frosting it's a carrier for frosting no but canola. it's like if, if it was actual frosting i would be in heaven but it's like a mascarpone thing so then that's really dense too it's, it's like dense much. on dense that's yeah. a mess it's yeah i'm sorry if you guys are big cannoli lovers but send yeah. us the cannoli that you like We'll I had one it. in Philly once, and it was good. All right, that makes sense. But then I think I had them again, and they weren't good, so never mind. No cannolis here. Okay, so that was the whole night. It was great. We danced. We laughed. We sang. It sounds incredible. We ate. It was I great. Really would, I really I need to go to Chinatown immediately. Party was Ooh. over by 10. Ugh. In bed by 11.30. We should, do a, we should do a party like that for Heather and I. <gasps> yeah, but I want it in a place with dim sum with carts. Oh. I want more dumplings. I do. I, I do always too. want just more dumplings. Let's okay. go back to Queens. Okay, here's my here was my night last night. Um, a couple buddies of mine from college started this incredible shop called Maiden Name, M-A-I-D-E-N Name, and my friend Alex, who's an incredible designer, started her own line called Maiden Name. But and David like curates it, and he actually is doing jewelry for them now. But they have all these incredible art pieces and sculpture, and it's just. So it's like my dream store. It's like 90s artsy. The store itself is like minimal and you can see all the clothes. Mm. And it's like very chic and minimal, but also like warm and inviting. Mm -hmm. Like walking by, I would I would get a heart, like a fashion heart on. You know what I mean? Walking by, I would get a heart on. Yeah. <laughs> As I walked by that shop, god damn, did my fashion penis... <laughs> I'm done no, here. Um, we're done. We're done. Um, um, but that is a very delicate balance to strike because I often think of 90s as that sort of like austere. Yes. You know, it's like great to look at, but you don't, you'd fall off the couch if you tried to sit on it. You know? Yeah. Yes. Like, it's so architectural that it like yes. kicks you off. Yes. And there's like, there's, they're really embracing that side of 90s fashion or also just like fashion. Um, uh, lasting, kind of enduring, enduring fashion that's, that I feel like was big at that time too of like 
the sumptuousness of certain fabrics. Like a I lot was of about to use silk. that word. It's yes. sumptuous. Yes. And like really like like linens and just the textures and the colors. And she spends a lot of time just sourcing these fabrics and buttons. Like mm. a beautiful button. Really, I can't do a plastic button. I'm trying to think. Can I do a plastic button? So you like a horn button. A horn button or just like some kind of like a metal or maybe some of like a... Um, like an acetate or you know like a yeah. acrylic or just like a some of them look almost like marbled or like mm -hmm. like I don't know anything like, like jelly looking yes you know yes like, like kind of like eye. like yeah. a fish eye yeah like almost see through it enamel uh -huh. oh enamel enamel Jam's world fabulous buttons fabulous fab anyway so it was the fashion week it was their fashion week presentation I felt so, so cool to be going to a fashion week what party. did you it's wear years. oh I, I thought I looked so good. I've I haven't. There. I feel like I haven't like gotten to dress up to look cool in a long time. Mm -hmm. I wore. I got this really really cute vintage Miu Miu, like kind of vinyl mini, very Ooh. Sophie, like oh a line, what color? black, black, but like kind of like crinkly. Yeah, you know, oh, shiny yeah. crinkly. Like I know the exact fabric. And I have these like pony hair kind of zebra loafer flats, and I wore this like maroon. Um, collared button down with kind of like 70s collars. Oh yes, very pointy. Pointy. And then my grandmother's old like vintage early 90s like Armani jacket. Oh. And then put the collar over that. Oh my. Sounds stunning. stunning. I thought I looked great. And wow. very kind of in the world of her yes. clothes. Now okay, because I always find if I go to anything even re remotely resembling something as fashiony as that I think I look great when I've left the house, and when I arrive at the party, I'm like, I, I hate what I'm wearing. I feel suddenly, no, no. you don't have that feeling. You're uh, no, so no. lucky. No, I feel like, I can't believe you have that feeling because you have such a distinct sense of personal style that no one feels that way about you. People are like, cool, look at what, Sophie is like wearing, you're, that's, that's all the rage, 2023. That's, you know, you are. But you do you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I totally agree with that, but I feel like sometimes I'll have a thing of, I'm like, I've really put effort into my outfit this time. And then I show up of and course, I'm like, we all oh, these people are just cool in a way that I will never hit that mark. Right. And I don't need to. No. But it's like, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, you know, oh, my makeup feels overdone or like. Oh, I'm I'm just, I'm wearing so many brights and like they're all in like muted tones. Yeah, you know? but I've never felt that way about anything you've ever worn. Well, thank rest you. Rest assured, no one has. But I totally agree with that. Often for me, it's with makeup. It's I feel like no one wears. Everyone cool doesn't wear makeup. Well, my my friend, you know Bianca, mm -hmm. she was working with somebody and their first meeting, like a a guy in the art world in his I think early thirties or late twenties, and. Their first meeting, he goes, oh, yeah, the first thing I noticed about you is, like, you wear mascara. As if that's, like, so lame. Like, you tried so hard that you're wearing mascara. I think the younger generation doesn't wear any anything. I can't. That, or they like, wear everything. Don't judge me about my, like, if you don't like my makeup, don't oh. say anything. Oh, also, that's yeah. abusive. Ugh, that okay, is. To be clear, I mean, it's not actually abusive. I'm very aware. I'm just being it's hyperbolic. Cruel. It's really cruel and unnecessary. Well, but it also is a really good way, actually, of like putting a person in their place, right? Of like showing what the power dynamic is. Yeah. Of being like, oh, well, your makeup this. looks so cute. Fuck you. Did that take you a long time? Yeah. Like that kind of attitude? Ooh, it's so awful. I love mascara. I always will. I love mascara. I'm wearing it right now. Ugh. Mascara might be my ride or die makeup item. Okay, mine is um, brow gel. 
since okay. you asked. <laughs> Good to since know. Since we're sharing our secrets, right. mine is brow shop. <laughs> I love this for you. I love, I wish I could be a big brow person. I just hate what my brows look like if I do anything to, to them, so I don't. Well, that's why mine is brow gel, because otherwise they're never any shape. They're just like a weird, they're not even unruly. I don't have enough hairs for them to be unruly. Do you they're use just, a thing to make them grow? No. Not anymore. I did before the pandemic, and now I stopped. Mm. But they're, like, kind of fine. They're great. I, I just never them. do anything to them, which is why brow gel is my ride or die. All right. Well, you're not alone. In, in brow gel? Yeah. When I said that to Harry once, he was like, I don't understand. What do you mean? Oh, get out what of here. Do? You brush them. You got to brush them. Anyway. Okay, so you're there. I'm there. It's great. They're serving um, some great wines. There's a mezcal cocktail. Oh. They're... They have, I, I think it's like... brought a date, me. No, I'm I was kidding. actually going to see if you wanted to come. But then what happened? I don't know, That's I probably okay. figured you were busy. And I was. Um, 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 oh, 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 oh. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And they were passing around boughs, like little, someone had made these incredible pillowy boughs with um, fried tofu and fried oyster mushrooms. Yeah, like deep really fried? Great, yeah, like yeah. really crunchy. Just love a handheld bow situation. And then I had like one and didn't realize how hungry I was until I got home. And I had like total sad girl drunk dinner, which is, I need to rectify this. Like I need to have things in my pantry and my fridge that are there always so that when I find myself in this kind of situation. And I do live very close to a... Incredible 24-hour little bodega market. Oh, that's fair. Mr. Man. But sometimes you get home and then it's and too late. You can't go I out. I don't want to go out. Yeah. And I'm always like, you know, I'm feeling bold when I'm drunk and I'm like, I'm, I'm it's a challenge. I, it's a fucking like chopped challenge. You know, I'm yes. like, I am going to make something with this ramen and this mayonnaise and you right. know, these sesame seeds and frozen raspberries. Oh, I'm so familiar. So last night it was. Bay's English muffins, mm -hmm. the most superior. Best. Yes. Uh, Cupy mayo, which is always at my house, and jardinera, which as I was eating it, I was like, this is the most kind of Ari. All her heavy snack. hitters. Just condiments. And, and were condiments. you like, fuck, this is delicious. This is a sandwich that I would like to be eating in the future? Yes. Yes and no. I kept trying to doctor it, like the amounts, mm. and then I had eaten like four of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I wasn't enjoying it. Like yeah. it's like getting up, sitting back down. Exactly. This is the thing. Oh my God. That's exactly it. You do the thing. You stand in your kitchen. You have get a bowl and you fill it with a bunch of things. Then you sit down. You turn on the TV. You're like, what am I going to watch? It's like a real treat to myself. But you've already finished what you're eating. And you're half finished exactly what you're eating. And you're like, okay, wait, this doesn't taste good. What else can I add? Yes. It's such a... It's horrible. So I recently decided to rectify my situation. This would not be a thing that you would do, but I went to Levain mm -hmm. and bought a bunch of cookies, cut them in half, Wait, okay. and Go froze on. them. Yes. So that was the only thing that I've done so far, but I'm ready to do more things. I've been doing that, actually, and I freeze them whole, and I slice them once they're frozen. You just take oh. like a really sharp knife, and you can slice them through. It's incredible. You All you need... It, it's really like, wow, I, I can't believe sometimes I eat a whole one, because when oh, they're frozen, yeah. you really... It slows it down. Well, they're... Um, they make, they have the them like ones. in the frozen ones, which I had bought. They're not as good. And I was like, They're hold small. on, that's a quarter of a Levain cookie. But yeah. the thing is that the joy is in this, is in the size. So yeah. I feel like a half is like a great size. Yeah. But you'll just slice off like a, a piece of it. Or like, yeah, I'll slice like a few yeah. pieces and then it's like, it feels like more fun or something. Yeah. Like to have a slice of a cookie is like, whoa. 
How interesting. Different shape. A different shape makes all the difference. What are your other... It's like, okay, what else can you do? I mean, you could have frozen pizza on hand. Frozen pizza on hand is good, although it's... There's, I think... I'm like, I don't want to heat an oven. Oh, the... Somebody did a test yeah, the other day. The Times? Yeah, I think it was the Times. It was some weird label I've never heard of. Yeah. The Roberta's one is disappointing. But then when I was looking at all the pictures, I was like, I don't want any of those. Yeah. Like those don't also we live in New York, so it sort of feels like stupid. I don't have a good slice spot by me. Mm. But I should have But my closest one is like six blocks away. Yeah. Which is not that close. I think rice. Okay, so as okay, long so as it's only rice. like a couple days old. What are you doing with the rice? I like to okay, if I have like Ooh, Brian I. Sorry, tell me, tell me, tell me. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like endless possibilities. But I like, you know, I'll warm it up. If I have some kind of broth that I've made, I put some of that, kind of warm it with that. And then I'll put like, you know, fried an egg. I'll usually probably like put some soy sauce, put some cutesy mayo, then like sesame seeds. Now I'm like other good things to just have on hand, like some trout roe. Yeah. Or the Japanese, the spicy Japanese roe that comes in the sacks. And you can put it in your freezer. Oh, yeah. Mentaiko. Mm-hmm. Like, that's an amazing thing to add to rice. Damn, mm-hmm. I'm getting hungry. Even just soy sauce and butter is so good. Yeah. With chopsticks. But then it's like, I couldn't remember my fucking Hulu password. It was a disaster. I hate that feeling so much. And we all experience it, right? It's like you get home, you're ready for ultimate indulgence. Yes. And instead... The Hulu password. No, you have to get your phone to input the da da da. Then you're suddenly staring at your phone and you're like, wait, I don't want to look at my fucking phone. Mm-hmm. Then I end up watching like some piece of shit on whatever thing I actually have access to. Right. And it's this uh, Hulu, if you're listening, I was ready to give you my money. Like I would have I would have paid anything. I couldn't even figure out a way to like resubscribe because it kept being like, you're already subscribed. But this like wrong password and then I'd be like okay so what is my password and it wouldn't send it just they make it so unnecessarily hard they're barring potential customers so what were you gonna watch if you had gotten in I finally did get in oh okay only murders in the building (laughs) no but should I should I is that all there I don't know sure I love Martin Short and Steve Martin absolutely adore I should get into that such Um, a good cast no I'm I am in episode three of Fleischman is in trouble. Oh, okay. Have you started it? I started, I watched the first episode and then I have to get back to it and finish it. Yeah, I have big problems with it. Even though I've loved the book so much and I love those actors and I love um, Taffy Adeser Rackner. Is that how she pronounced it? Brodeser Ackner. Brodeser Ackner. Well, that was wrong. Taffy Brodeser Ackner. And I just listened to a podcast with her talking about, have you listened to script notes? No. So good. Um, just about like screenwriting and yeah, cool. based in Dort. Um, she's such a genius, and she like, you know, was like, I'm gonna write this. I'm not gonna sell the rights to someone else. Like, I am going to be the one who does this. Right. My old, my problems with that show are like, I can't stand indie movies. It's a problem. It's a big problem in indie movies. Like quirky sounds. It's the oh. score. I have such a problem with the score. Funny. Wait, can you give me an example? It's just like all the music underlying all of basically the whole thing is like and I'm like just put nothing or like the severance music is so good yeah menacing menacing and beautiful I started rewatching. watching I know you said that that's insane. knowing what you know at the end and re-watching it is it's beautiful 
There's Do you think so they all clues. got the script? I think oh, so. They, they are so many clues? Yes. Maybe I'll rewatch it. And so it. many beautiful shots where you're like, oh, that's, I get it. I see, I see it coming. It's so good. Okay, okay, okay. I'm on a plane tomorrow. Maybe I'll download Severance. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to rewatch it. But yeah, but now I'm like, now I want to. Well, I, I don't have to, but I want to. Let's rewatch it when we know when the next one's coming out. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good plan. Ugh. Okay, so sad girl dinner. Dinner. Pizza, mentaiko. Rice. Rice. Toast. Always good to have toast. Always good to have toast. Now I keep toast in my freezer. Mm-hmm. Turned out the freezer. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> I never, ice cream for me is not satisfying. No. Like that's not, it's like you need, I need a lot of something. Same. I'd it's a, it's a, an amount. Yes. Thing. And the, yeah. I, I used to be a big ice cream person. No more. Um, I didn't actually ask you what you ate this week, but I wanted to briefly say something about something that I ate this week. Please do. Which was that it was Super Bowl Sunday, this Mm. past Sunday. My friend Anna had a party. Neither Harry nor I is into football, so we went basically until the game started, and then we were like, we are going to use this as an opportunity to go to a place where it's, like, harder to get in. Mm. So we went to Romans, Mm -hmm. which I had never been to. Right near my apartment? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But you were in Rochester. So we went to Romans, just walked in. Here's the thing. The food was incredible. Everything was so good. But if you order a chicken, mm-hmm. you don't expect a full chicken. So I think they, you know what? I hate when people explain to me a menu. I don't need anybody to explain a menu to me. But I didn't realize how big the portions were going to be. So we overordered like crazy. <gasps> because I feel like every place we've been going is like, it's small share of a place. Yeah. So I think we were kind of, I didn't realize that it was like actual, just like Italian kind of family style. Mm-hmm. So we had a huge, amazing chicory salad, a citrus salad. Then we had a mushroom gnocchi, which was delicious. And then this chicken came, and we were like, oh, fuck, we're so full. Oh, my God, but then you could bring it But it, it was home. so good. We brought it home. It was chicken al diavolo. Or oh, chicken my diavolo. God. Yeah, we brought it home. That was what I had with lunch with Chris Gear yesterday was chicken and salad. But I just didn't expect it. Oh, I'm so, I've never gotten the chicken there. Now oh, I'm like, maybe I'll go to Nike. Very good. It's <gasps> astonishing. Oh, that is such great news. They do something to the skin that was like, they must brine it for 140 hours because it was so dark and crispy. And I then the, ju- the chicken was just, it was very good. Oh, highly recommend. We had a lot of great kind of smoked chicken for Super Bowl too. Oh, I guess dinosaur barbecue yeah. is like started up there. Oh, funny. So it's really, I kind of made fun of it when I knew it was up there. I was like, what are we going to do? Go to dinosaur barbecue? <laughs> Hell and yeah. I was like, yeah, it's really good. So their wings, it just, everything tastes so smoky and just delicious. But yeah, I will say, we went for Valentine's Day to this other restaurant in Rochester, which was like, they're kind of nice, cool, hip restaurant. Uh-huh. And it was, <laughs> the meme of me in this situation is like, Goes to eat upstate once, announces like candidacy, candidacy, their candidacy for governor. I'm like, I understand this state okay, now. You tell know? me everything. It was like, okay, first of all, it was called the Owl's, Little Owl's House or something, the Owl's House. Okay. Which feels like kind of like tempting, but also dated. Like, I feel like owl iconography 
was like really big like 2004 yeah no 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 no, no. 2006 between yeah in those in that time i have frame. a friend who has an owl tattoo because in that time frame she thank you yep yep literally she went and she had an idea of what she wanted and the guy was like why don't we do actually i like your owl necklace how yep. about we just do that and she goes okay, okay. <laughs> and she goes yes <laughs> okay please um, okay owl i agree also because you're thinking of little owl in the exactly. west village exactly yeah. and i'm like these people, they're on to something. It might be 15 years too late, but, like, let's go. In, like, an old house. Love. You know, love. Prefix, but, like, very, very well-priced. Four courses. Um, and just, like, the food, that kind of faux high-end, like, made with a lot of love, but not, not like they have the staff to, you know, uh, tweezer things onto a right. plate. Like, just... As if you had a friend that was a chef and you made them cook a four-course meal in an Airbnb. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. Like a little bit messy and inventive. Like there was this orecchietti with sausage and then we ordered it and I was like, is there, what is this sauce? Like is it, is there soy sauce in here? Like it was just like, what, was this made with mayonnaise and soy sauce? Oh, oh, oh. It was oh, like, it's not. kind of good. And then I was like, is this, was the chef high? Okay, was it Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmare or was it good? It was somewhere in between. Okay. Okay. It like was, it was fine. It was medium. Yeah. Did anything taste great? Um. No. Did anything taste bad? No, I was just a little confused. Like one of the dishes was like a rice pilaf with like fried, a, a fried piece of uh, either chicken or oyster mushrooms. That's the thing. Everything has a vegetarian option. Okay. But the rice pilaf was like rice and capers, and then had like huge chunks of. Um, Artichoke, like that had like come straight out of like a pickling what? liquid. So, oh, no, so no, no, acidic. No, 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 like someone was like, this. Someone it's very experimental. High, or didn't know their flavors that well, maybe. Yeah. So it was just, <laughs> it was adorable, and the wine was was good, and it was fun, and it was, and I am so glad that we went. Yeah. What Finger Lakes wines? Upstate wines? I couldn't tell you. Oh well. I think I. I think we had a natural wine, maybe from, uh, I don't know. I had only one glass of wine and, and a martini, so mm. <laughs> maybe two. Well, I made, for Valentine's Day, I made Harry Boeuf Bourguignon because yes, I hate Boeuf Bourguignon, but I was like, for my, I'm going to prove how much I love him by cooking something that I don't really like. And mm. let me tell you, it was fucking delicious. Mm -hmm. First of all. If you use the right cut of meat, it shouldn't be dry. That's no. why I always hate with bourguignon because it's so goddamn dry. Ugh. I used um, a boneless chuck roast. Mm. And first, I used the serious seeds recipe. First, I seared it only on... I, first, I cut it into three steaks, not tiny cubes. Ooh, okay. Then, I seared it on two sides. Mm -hmm. Then, I seared the... I seared... Only big halves of onions and carrot in the stuff that the, in the fat that the beef had let out. I'm sweating. Do you want me to open a window? No, keep going. <laughs> sweating because? <laughs> because I'm like imagining, I'm so hungry. I'm like, I'm in this beef bourguignon. I'm like. Do you want a bite? There's some in the fridge. No, no, go on. Um, anyway, it was, but okay, I used. I cut the carrots smaller than they recommended, mm -hmm. which actually ended up being very delicious. Instead of doing like a big dice, I did like a... So How big? They said large dice, which I did what I thought as a large dice, but they actually just like cut it into chunks. Like theirs were like half half inch by half inch, and mine were just like a large dice. Mm. 
you know, like quarter inch by quarter inch, whatever. I think it made them like melt in a little bit more. Mm. The beef was so good. Um, the oh, and instead of using cremini mushrooms, because like I'm sorry, cremini, I'm sure you do amazing things for the world, but you just don't taste that good. I used king trumpet mushrooms. Mm. And I cut them into like nice big chunks, and so you got these other like meaty mushroomy chunks. Yeah. But with a better tasting mushroom. Yeah. It's fucking good. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I've, although I knew you over could mashed do potatoes. It. Mm. Did you use to make the mashed potatoes in a mill? Yes. Yes, I riced them. You riced them. Yeah. I riced them. So I riced the potatoes. Mm. Riced the potatoes. Next time I would have used more butter, more cream, but you know that's always a thing. Yeah. Also, I wanted them to be hot. I don't know. Whatever. Harry and I were discussing, can you ever cook mashed potatoes a la minute? No. Sorry. Can you ever cook them not a la minute? Yes. I think if you put them over a double boiler and just like to keep them warm and you add and you like warm some extra cream or milk on the side to, to pour in yeah even though you're like these can't take any more they can that's the, it's oh, frightening it's oh, a it's, frightening yeah. amount of fat it's that true. they can take I know and the person will not realize it except that they'll be like it's so tasty yeah they're just eating butter yeah that famous Joel Robichon recipe yes. yeah I never even do the amount of butter that it suggests my dad does and they're unbelievable oh god bless I think it must be something about like the the Glutens in the the starches in the potatoes must just like soak things up in yeah. a way that are it's like unparalleled the unparalleled soaking power of the potatoes. Ugh, I used a Yukon Gold. Some people might disagree. Some people like a russet. I sometimes get extremely overwhelmed with what type of potato I should buy, and I'm not talking like sweet potato or white potato. Duh. I'm talking like. Is this for steaming or frying or roasting or, or mashing or does it really matter? Well, Harry, when Harry makes roast potatoes, maybe I've mentioned this on the podcast, but he uses like huge Idaho potatoes. Mm. And I was like, uh-huh, are you kidding? That's not the potato that you use for <laughs> roasting. Crispiest I've ever had in my life. Really? Crispy on the outside, fluffy on the inside. It's like genius. Wow. I was truly, I was, I was, I, I ate my words. Good. I love when that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt good about being wrong. Oh, what time is it? Um, 1.30. Nice. Well, what were we going to talk about today? Whatever the fuck we want. Oh, right. We could talk about, we could talk, we could touch on plate sizes. Because, okay, here's what I felt about the Romans thing. Mm-hmm. When we got an entire thing of chicken, it felt like either you get that or you get a tiny plate that has like one chicken wing on it that's like a shared plate. You know what I mean? It's like there's a real discrepancy. Mm-hmm. Gone are the days where you can walk into a restaurant and be like, I'm having this is my appetizer and this is my main, and it's just for me. Well, those restaurants exist. They do exist, but less. Yeah, well, and they're just them. like not cool. I know, but I love those restaurants. I think it's coming back. I do too. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, we've, we keep teasing the plate thing next week. Next week on Having a Night Plates. <laughs> Aren't you excited? All you listeners, you can't wait to hear us talk about plates for an hour. But yes, I think that was a good plate teaser. I just, I get worked up about it. You get worked up about, well, getting the wrong plate size. How do you expect me to share a meal when you, are provi- when you declare that you are a shared plates type of restaurant? If my plate is so small. It's a saucer. It's Give me a 
normal size plate. Also, because it's like, you don't know how fast I'm eating. I want to put a bunch of things on my plate and then take my time. But the size, and then it's also, especially at a tapas restaurant, it's like, or at a small plates restaurant, things are coming out so fast that it's like, okay, I can't actually put this on my plate in the allotted, put this on my plate and eat it in the allotted time. Right. And I also like, you don't know me. I need to like put, I need to take my stuff and it needs to be mine. Like there, there might be yes. someone at my table who's going to take all of it. Like I need to hoard some of it. If, oh, I'm a big, I'm a big hoarder. And you know what else I fucking hate? What? They start taking away. I have a half eaten piece of bread on my plate. Excuse me. I'm definitely still eating that bread. Yeah, I'm like, please do not switch out my plate I ever. S- ever. And ever. I saved the bread for when that thing with all of that garlic oil was coming. I knew it was coming, so I saved the bread. It can break your heart. It can really break your heart. It really does. And I, you know what? Half the time I'm like in conversation with the person who I'm at dinner with, and in my head I'm like, if they come to take the bread, I'm going to say no. If they come to take the bread, I'm like mm-hmm. prepping myself. I can't actually focus on the task at hand. And then they come to take the bread. You're like, yeah, sure, go. Yeah, no, oh, no, no, no. I'm like, oh, I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> My dad is so good about it. He'll like, if there's something saucy and they try and take it away, he'll be like, no, no, no. Like, and there's like a serious kind of, kind of frightening, like yeah. mob boss way. Yeah. I'm like, oh God. But not with the you bread. You just scared everyone. Like those, that, that server, that buzzer is not coming back to this table again <laughs> after that interaction. Yeah, that guy with the soul patch is really scary. He's really frightening. He's doing something with that sauce that none of us should see. But it's so, I know, the the, the, the plate size. Well, the, I mean, there you have it. That was the episode. It's just the size of the plate. <laughs> Are we doing remote? They big. They need to be big. Uh, no, I could record next week. When do you get back? The 22nd, but I could record on the Thursday. Um, another shameless plug for Sophie's movie, Give Me, <laughs> Give pity. me pity. I'm so excited to see it next week. I'm so excited for you to see it. Yeah. Now I'm, ex- I'm excited for, like, you know, for you and the people that are really close to see it. And also everybody else, obviously. But yes. people who haven't seen it, I'm, I'm psyched. I'm stoked. I'm going to L.A. tomorrow. Fun. Anywhere I, like, need to go. I haven't been to L.A. in so long, couldn't I tell you. I either. I sort of, like, forgotten. I'm like, what does one do out there? I'll just see friends and eat, I guess. Yeah. I've just been sitting on my butt for so long because of this leg thing. So I'm like, you know, whatever. It's fine. (sighs) My body's a rubber band. Sure. It'll expand and it'll contract again. It will. In due time. In due time. Just rest it and it actually, it'll, it just only takes a mental toll, you know? Yeah. It's not going to, it's going to feel like shit. And you're going to be like, I need to move, but. It's not like your body's going to change because you were sitting for a few days. Exactly. You're so right. So wise. All right. I think we can call it quits. Okay. Guys, we'll talk to you next week. That's right. On Having a Night by Ari and Sophie. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Ciao. Cheers and ciao. Cheers, ciao. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.